seems a little bit of misery as we get our first uh, 80s vibes um, from our good producer, Ethan, this morning. Very upbeat, slow-moving entry for Jared Weeks as we dissect the, <laughs> dissect the Jack Jumpers loss. It was an enthralling game last night and great to have such an important figure in the organisation. He's turned himself from the playing to the coaching department, all different mental thoughts that would be going through his mind this morning. I'm sure it's such a different role. Great to have Jared Weeks join us this morning. Good morning, Weeksy. Hey, guys. How you doing? Oh, really well, thank you, mate. Um, look, I, I've been and I've been lucky enough to call all of the home and away games so far in the three years. For me, and I'm interested in what you think, that was the most furious game in terms of intensity uh, that I observed. Is that sort of a feeling that you guys had? Yeah, it was definitely uh, definitely one of the more intense games that we've had in our, in our club history. Um, they always seem to come against uh, Melbourne United. Um, obviously, top of the table clash early in the season with uh, two teams that have been playing pretty well in these last couple of weeks. So it was, uh, it was a good battle out there. Do you know what I really enjoy, and I'm sure you appreciate that as a competitor you were, it's whether it's Coach Roth or Coach Vickerman or the veterans on both teams, everyone just wanted to fight each other. And look, I was just like, there was aggression right across the board, and I guess that's exactly how you want it. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, us being able to get them at home uh, only a couple games ago and then, you know, to essentially have a rematch uh, only a few games later back at our place is um, something we were looking forward to all week. And uh, unfortunately, they uh, got the better better of us a little bit in that second half. As you, as you dissect the, the game, you obviously reflect on United's defensive pressure. Uh, they held Doyle to, to 10 shots and, and seemed to deny every um, every uh, Jordan Crawford drive. How, how, how did they do that? Talk us through the... Uh, their structures and, and their defensive process as to how they're able to, die, to deny the two um, most exciting guards in the, comp- uh, in the competition uh, access to scoring and, and, and easy passes? Yeah, they're, they're a very good defensive team. Um, similar to us, is kind of what they, they hold their hat on. And, um, yeah, like I said, they were very good last night. I think they came in with a passion and, um, yeah, they, they look like they had something to prove. Uh, they've added JLA you know, back from injury, which is a huge plus for them. And, yeah. Um, yeah, it's just obviously, like I said, they're the number one team at the moment. They're a very tough team to compete against. No doubt about it. No, you want to talk about intensity and whether it was Ian Clark uh, up in the grill of Milton Doyle. Um, we know Shay Lee is just an out-and-out dog. He's, he, his defensive work is incredible. I, I've got to say, and I, and I sort of try to um, be as diplomatic and very much a non-biased caller on calling. I did feel like potentially they might have got away with a little bit with just some of the mishandling of Milton in particular. Did you have a thought on that, Weeksy? Uh, I think, yeah, it was, um, it was very much like a playoff game. Um, like you said, yeah. the intensity was very high and, yeah, both teams were competing. Um, I think we, we did a great job competing and Playing at a high level, I think our our shot selection in the the third quarter could have been uh, a little bit better, which you know might have had given us some better looks um, if we were a little bit more patient. But um, yeah, like I said, it was very much a playoff atmosphere, and you know I think going forward, uh, being able to play in those games in the regular season is going to going to put us in really good stead uh, towards the back end of the year.
Towards the back end of the game, Weeksy, obviously a huge burst to be able to get within four points uh, with about 40 seconds left to play, uh, cutting a, a lead of, I think, 15 or 16 there at one point with two or three minutes to go. Um, there, there was a call made, a foul on, on Drimmick um, off the ball but uh, before it had been released back into play. Um, and then Scotty Roth was probably, uh, well, not probably, but was too late on the review. Talk us through that process and, and, and what was happening on the bench uh, in terms of um, that review process and, and then obviously having it denied. Yeah, so uh, it's kind of a technicality. Uh, we obviously uh, spoke about it as a, as a coaching staff to see if we wanted to to have a review we had one timeout left and we thought it might have been a good opportunity that maybe we could have overturned it and um yeah unfortunately we were just a little bit slow the ref had already handed the ball to uh krebs on the free throw line which uh means it's too late essentially to call the timeout um so that was that was all that was um but yeah great great job from the boys um credit to them that's kind of what we build our club on that that never give up attitude and I think the guys showed that to be able to bring it back to a four point game and then after that they missed the free throw. I think Milt missed a missed a ball that went over his head by mm. what seemed like about half a finger. So, um, you know, the ball ball tips in our favour. Maybe we go down the other end, make it a two point game with thirty seconds to go and, and anything can happen in that arena. So um, oh. yeah, credit to the guys to stay with it. And, and looking at it too, Brett, and we just talked about this off air, didn't we? There, there did look a small opportunity too. 36.6 seconds on the clock, four down. I looked at the footage. I don't reckon there was a foul there either. In hindsight, should you have just gone up and said, we're going to challenge straight away with 36 seconds on the clock? Did you probably just as a group think to yourself, maybe after we, we probably butchered that one a little bit? Is that fair to say? Nah, it's a little bit of a tough one. Like you say, if you get it wrong and we wasted our time out, then we can't advance the ball if something does happen down the other end. So it's a little mm, bit of a cat yeah. and game. It's not always as simple as, yeah, we'll just review it. Um, of course. You know, with only one time out left, and like I said, if we wasted it, then, um, you know, we're in the same situation we're in. Um, the, the, like I said, it was, um, yeah, I think I think we, we looked at it and we, we went through the process of what we do and uh, we come together and we agreed on it and then, I think we must have only missed it by about a second. Um, but yeah, that's not that's not the situation of why we lost the game. You know, we definitely not. We had a lot of un- uncharacteristics, uh, uncharacteristic errors throughout the game that we tried to tidy up as we go on through the weeks. And um, yeah, obviously, if we're not down 15 in that situation, it um, mm. makes it a little bit easier. I wanted to ask as well, for my own benefit as a spectator and the fan, you, you, you miss uh, the commentary of um, you know the, the, the radio or uh, ESPN on, on, on TV. There was a, a jump ball call. Uh, there, were, there were two jump balls in the first quarter, and then the, both of them went to United. What, what, what was the process? There was obviously a lot of uh, a lot of yelling and a lot of um, you know, body demonstrative body language. How, how did they end up with with, with, with back to back jump balls? Oh, that was a stuff up. Let's be real. <laughs> no, uh, well, we we were kind of uh, yeah, not not too sure what's going on, and no. we were essentially just trying to get clarity. Because, um, like we said, we had we had thought that um, you know the jump the jump ball with Milk Doyle and uh, I think it's Huck Forty down the other end, maybe yes, maybe right. um, And then as the ball got inbounded, there was a foul, which 
apparently voids the jump ball, I think was the explanation we got. So, uh-huh. um, yeah, just a little bit of a different situation that probably comes up once every five years that just we yeah. we didn't know about. And then, yeah, we were just trying to get clarity. And then before we knew it, we, we weren't switched on. And, the ball you know, was in, they scored. Of, yeah, <laughs> just worrying about the wrong things at the time. Um, we try and not let those kind of situations deter us from what we're doing. And, um, yeah, we gave up a cheap one and kind of lost our momentum a little bit there mm. um, and then had to kind of wrestle to get it back. I did see um, Coach Ross' eyes roll back into the back of his head for a brief 30, 40 seconds there. It was a little bit of a, you know, one of those seething moments. And certainly from the commentary box, I, I, I really struggled to, to make heads or tails of it. So I guess effectively you're saying it was the correct call. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure it was. You know, the, the referees mm. are doing a great job out there. And, yeah, they, they got it right. And like I said, we, we just got – we lost our way a little bit. We don't want to try and, you know, let things that are out of our control yes. impact the game. Um, we very much try and focus on what we can control and, you know, how we can get better. And like I said, I think we had a few uncharacteristic errors throughout the game. Um, something, you know, we're going to watch watch on tape because we have a very short turnaround, you know, on the, on the flight again up to Brisbane today and we've got another – Another tough game tomorrow night. Um, every week it seems like we're, we're coming against a, a good opponent and that's just a credit to the league. So, um, yeah, we're going to review this game uh, when we get up there and then, unfortunately, we've got to put it to bed and uh, all, all focuses on Brisbane. Well, one of the things I was, I was keen to ask before we let you go, Weeksy, the, the, the United Jack Jumpers uh, rivalry, I, I think you can call it, and it certainly felt that way from a, from a United perspective. There was a personal element for oh, them. Yeah. And I, I noticed that with with their bench. There was a lot of... Um, Brad Newley was out on the court and was very vocal. And at one point, there was one of their players, Jack McVay, took a three-pointer right in front of their bench. Guy jumped off a chair and ran at him from, from behind. A lot of sort of underhanded tactics that really quite surprised me as a, as a spectator. Did that surprise you guys that, that they came out with, with, with such a, a ferocity, almost willing to, to cross the line to win the game? Oh, I just think, like you said, there's a little bit of a rivalry. I feel like we've played United 50 times in the last three years just with playoffs and preseason <laughs> games, and we always seem to, to cross into each other's cars. And, you know, there's just a lot of competitors on each team. We, uh, you know, obviously both teams are trying to put their stamp on the league, and you know, show show the league who they are, and um, like I said, it, it feels like we play these guys every second week at the moment. And um, yeah, there's just you know those little rivalries between teams and between guys throughout the league. And um, yeah, it's just I think it makes it the game really exciting to be a part of. Um, it really, just like I said, it was a bit of a playoff atmosphere last night. The crowd was great. Yeah, you know, the intensity was up, and um, yeah, it was just a, it was just a fun night to be a part of. Unfortunately, we just. Didn't have enough time there at the end to uh, to try and finish our run that we left a little bit too late. And on that, on that, what what is, what is the key to beating United? How, how do you overcome that that defensive intensity to to end up with a win? Yeah, I think we just needed a little bit more ball movement. Um, we were great uh, when we played them down at their home in that area, and I think um, yeah, just going forward, just playing more our style. I think, uh, like you said, their defensive intensity is is through the roof and to be able to use that against them at times is, uh, is something we need to exploit. Just finally, as we leave you, Wixie, obviously the Bullets um, tomorrow afternoon, excited. You've got to saddle back up and get on with it and that's the, the beautiful thing about the NBL this year. Um, you got absolutely smashed on the boards last night. No other way to put it, especially the offensive board. It, obviously, Magne, for the first time this year, I thought, oh, gee, he would be really handy tonight. How do you 
sort of overcome a bit of improvement tomorrow night with that? Yeah, like you say, it's uh, it's another tough one. Um, they got the leading scorer of the league in Nathan Sobey, and then um, yeah, like you said, uh, big focus on the boards this week. Um, it's obviously one of our key indicators that we try and try and have every week, and um, hopefully we can do a better job on the boards. Wexie, thanks for joining us, mate. Uh, pleasure to have you with us. Uh, great to give us some of your time. Are you enjoying this coaching business? Yeah, I'm absolutely loving it. Um, I think I'm more competitive as a coach on the sidelines than I was as a player, which is, I thought would never be possible. But um, yeah, it's great. I got, you know, Radford and Fleming and, and Coach Roth are really helping me through, and you know, they're uh, they're mentors of mine, and lucky enough to be working with these guys. And something I've been preparing for for the last couple of years uh, towards the end of my career, and um, yeah, excited to to be finally doing it. Good on you, Wexy. Good luck against the Bullets tomorrow. Catch up with you during the year. Too easy, guys. Thanks very much for having me.